You know, before I get into that, you know what I did today for the first time in years? Kids, I took a bath. I ain't taken a bath since I was like eight or some shit. It felt so good. I turned the lights off. I put a fucking candle on. I wish I had some wine. I felt like a fucking mm-hmm. 48-year-old Pinterest person. The chat thread wants to know, did you do it with bubbles? Yeah, I put a little eucalyptus tea tree oil in that motherfucker. It's from Dr. Teal's Epsom salt in that bitch. That shit was exhilarating. <laughs> Lavender shit. Castile soap. Dr. Bronner's in this motherfucker. Shit, that shit was bomb. Baby so soft. Feel this motherfucking skin. Motherfucking baby's envious. I don't even know what that is. My left elbow smell like baby ass. Shut up. <laughs> Alrighty then, welcome, welcome, welcome to another installment, another episode, another reading, another unit of the Theodore mm-hmm. and Edward show where mm-hmm. we talk shit and shit mm-hmm. stays getting talked about. Speak my, on Ted Lasso, what's up? <laughs> my name is Ted Watkins and I'm one of your hosts today. Who we got and here? I am Who else we got here? Ed hyphen. Mm. Dead mm. hyphen mm-hmm. bracket mm-hmm. backslash mm-hmm. HTTP THQ mm-hmm. NFL. You and Elon are running for his money, I'm telling you. Nemesis. Exactly. Mm. Hey, if Elon's kid can put an ampersand and a, a Digimon in his name, why why don't you? Sure, exactly. Why sure. can't you? I got a Beyblade sound emote in my exactly. name. Exactly. Fucking, what was it? Digimon. What monsters? Digital monsters. There it is. Digital monsters. I was going to say critical monsters. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. They're critical to the life. (laughs) Critical monsters. But welcome, y'all. We out here. Mm -hmm. We out inside. We inside. But, you know, we here. We're here for the the culture. And we got some stuff to talk about today. Mm -hmm. We got things we've been watching, things we've been listening to. Stuff we've been seeing, but it's all going to be shared with you in mm-hmm. this wonderful episode. Uh, but before we get into that, Edward, how how are you feeling today? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling I'm pretty feeling, good myself. I'm feeling very good. Feeling very good. Um, I'm down five pounds. I'm back on this diet again. Mm. I shouldn't be eating milk. To blur that out, George. They ain't paying. <laughs> I shouldn't be eating what I'm eating, but... um. I'm eating it. And yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Had a great day. Mm-hmm. Uh, did a little stream. Light stream. Light stream for the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what you got to do that. You got to do something for the kids. Yeah, exactly. But that's good. That's good. Sounds like stuff is going, being productive. Mm-hmm. You know, we had, we had a lot of new stuff in the works for y'all, especially for the month of October. So, you know, we're getting stuff done, getting mm-hmm. things situated and, you know, ambivocated and um you know malignant gated but (laughs) but anyways but let's more on that later yeah more on that later exactly let's get let's get into our let's get into what we've been streaming what we've been looking at what we've been watching listening i i Mm -hmm. I, I can go first on this lovely sunday evening Mm -hmm. but um because yeah i've been listening to some stuff and i've let me mm-hmm. make sure I get it all right, but 
You know, but, you know, it's before I get into that, you know what I did today for the first time in years? Kids, I took a bath today. You got, y'all ever take a bath? I ain't taken a bath since I was like eight or some shit. It felt so good. I took one. Oh, in Mexico. Yeah, that should feel good. I turned the lights off. I put a fucking candle on. I wish I had some wine. I felt like a fucking mm-hmm. 48-year-old Pinterest person. The chat thread wants to know, did you do it with bubbles? Yeah, I put a little eucalyptus tea tree oil in that motherfucker. Some Dr. Teal's Epsom salt in that bitch. That shit was exhilarating, nigga. The fuck wrong with y'all? <laughs> Lavender shit. Castile soap. Dr. Bronner's in this motherfucker. Shit, that shit was bomb. See me. You see my skin? <laughs> baby so soft. Feel this motherfucking skin. Motherfucking baby's envious. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. My left elbow smell like baby ass. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I, just took a, I took a I took a bath. <laughs> Fucking Johnsons and Johnsons, but yeah, it, was, it felt that shit felt good. Just rejuvenating. Mm-hmm. I think that you know, shout out, bring back baths, twenty twenty one. Hashtag it. Yeah, I'm there. But before, like I said, before I got into it, let me, let's get into the, what I've been streaming. But I've been listening to some stuff this week. Yeah. Um, one thing I've definitely been listening to is, uh, uh, like I said, I think last week, um, I mentioned a Tim song, mm-hmm. uh, it's called crazy Tings. It's one of my favorite songs of the week still, but mm. she has a little EP out that came mm-hmm. out with like Apple music, you know, Apple music up next thing that they got mm-hmm. going on. She had mm-hmm. a little, like four or five, six track L- e- uh, EP out and it's kind of banging. I just okay. let it play one day and I was like, oh damn, it's over. That was good. So I got- I got a question. Mm-hmm. So when she drop another album, yeah, because she just dropped an album, right? Uh, like twenty twenty, yeah. Oh, twenty twenty. Okay, cool. So when she drops an album this year, mm-hmm. and that EP you listening to is literally eighty percent of the album, how you gonna feel? No, I'm what is she give you on your ass? I'm gonna be pissed off. Don't don't um don't give you already previewing my rant already. I'm. <laughs> The man is being brought up again. Let me just tell you that right now. But yeah, I don't know. No, she if she released a debut album, they better have none of these songs on it. <laughs> I'ma commend Drake for him not putting Laugh Now, Cry Later on his album because that song came out a fucking year and a half ago, it feels like. Mm, that's true. But yeah, she has a little uh EP out that sounds really good. I think what is it called? Um If Orange if orange was a place, that's what it's called. It it sounds it's sounding good. She has a great voice and a great like the, the mm-hmm. production is really good on her music. She has a really good producer she works with. <clears throat> Damn. If orange was a place. Mm-hmm. I wanna check that that sound that's a that's a Billie Eilish. Hey. Mm, you know, Billie, she's you know, influential. Mm-hmm. Influential white woman. Okay, so what else have you been watching? Well, I've been, <clears throat> well, I've been, you know, listening to Tim's. I've been a uh, little Lil Nas X just dropped, so Montero just came out. So I've been listening, listening to that. He's uh, doing pretty good. I listened to it like the album one time, once through, and I actually low key, mildly, maybe not really though, like that Miley Cyrus song at the end. <laughs> 
Maybe not really though. Mm. Um, but I okay. like the first like eight songs, and at the honestly, at the end, it kind of dies down for me. Album of the year. Whoa, chill out. <laughs> Chilu. No, no, I had milk duds in my mouth. I was saying the house is burning. It's how muddy. Oh, oh, got you, got you, got you. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> it's a great, great album. No, it is good. I think it is uh, really good. Already know niggas gonna be picking at it. Boozy gonna be picking at it. Yeah. Once again, just listen to the song. Just like he's already, he's he was like kissing the, uh, a dude in um in his video, you know, mm-hmm. and. I actually like like the video. I mean, it's just a very fucking uh, normal like love. Oh, mm-hmm. we were in love. Now I can't be kind of shit. It's like Brokeback Mountain type shit. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, the video was cool. But yeah, he mm-hmm. just boozy gonna see that and all oh, my kids. I'm pushing this on my children. This agenda, like, nigga, first <laughs> of all, I ain't even got nobody ain't got enough notebooks and paper to make a fucking agenda. Second <laughs> of all. Shut the fuck up and just worry about your shit. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Stop worrying about yeah. other successful niggas shit. So I ain't yeah, but hey, Lil Nas is he's doing his thing and I'm here for it. Like I like the music. Mm-hmm. I'm here for the music. Okay. Music is fire. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about what about movie wise, TV show wise, what you been on? Well, one thing that I've definitely been watching. Uh, this week, as far as TV shows, because I've finally gotten into a TV show now, but I've been watching The Wire. Like I said, I would. Oh. I'm almost done with the first season. And by next podcast, I'll probably be on season three or something. But I got like oh. two or three episodes left in the first season. Like that. Already done with the with your caramel, your caramel I'm not, candies. I'm not done. That's the problem. There's like eight cents of milk dud in there. Look at that. He's ripping. He literally ripped through the box, you guys. Oh, yeah. Ripped through it. Like, a fu- it. like fucking carnage. Yeah. <laughs> like, like ripping fuck. through prison. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ripping to some fresh symbiote ass. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've been watching. Um, I've been watching The Wire, and it's actually really, really good. I've, I've been getting too into it lately. It's been, um, it's been kind of. It was slow at first, but it's very, yeah. it's very, um, oh my yeah. God, this nigga here. He's eat. what are these candies? You just said that you just dropped five pounds. You already put on four sitting in the podcast chair. God damn. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just a, just an all around great show from so far from what I'm hearing. And I looking do it for at the challenge, not the results. Got a uh, young Michael B. Jordan in there. That's kind of cool. Really? Yeah, young. He's really young. I thought he was uh, only in the first episode, but he's actually a pretty big part of the first season. Mm. But yeah, really, what I like about it and what it, the show shows is um, the duality or like just the perspectives of each of you know of the drug trade, basically from the police to yeah. the drug users and the drug dealers. It shows each aspect and shows things from their perspective and also shows how human each each of them are because they're yeah. all human at the end of the day. And it makes you kind of you kind of see why everyone is caught in this trap that they're in or why they do the things they do. It's very uh psychological and, and philosophical 
like that. Gotcha. So, so I, yeah. Like, oh, drug dealers. We got to catch them. Yeah. No, it's definitely not like that. And gotcha. it goes into details about like the, the, um, like the yellow tape you have to go through in order to get an investigation done. And, you know, the hierarchy okay. of, you know, a drug ring or something like that. And, you know, the things that they have to go through, the length that they have to go through to keep their stuff hidden. So, yeah, it's really good. It's really dope. Um, okay. But, but, yeah, so far, I think it's called The Wire because there's a like a wire like they're you know, setting up a wire for these niggas, like a wire tap. I think oh. I was always wondered why, why is it called the wire? Is there a tightrope in people? You know, are we tightroping? <laughs> but, um, like prison is surrounded by barbed wire. Yeah, exactly. But no, it's, I think it's because of that. But yeah, it's real good. I met Omar already. Omar mm. is, is kind of crazy. He's gotcha. kind of crazy. Niggas is crazy. But I like how real it is. One thing about, like, The Wire reminds me of Breaking Bad because, like, you know how fights, if you fight in a show, it's very, like, dramatized, dramatized or dramatized. So it's very, like, everybody's just a great fucking fighter and everybody know Kung Fu because it looks good. This one looks very sloppy because if you was in a shootout like that, it would be sloppy as hell because humans don't know what to do in that situation sometimes. But um no, it was good. I really I really fucked I'm fucking with it. The first season is, is balling right now. I'm into it. I feel you. That's what's up. I need to watch it. But one thing that I do have watched this week and that we both watched this week, and we probably gonna have to talk about right quick, is uh a movie streaming exclusively on HBO Max, and that movie is Malignant. You speak on Gabriel, what's up? <laughs> Steve Gong Gabriel, it's literally, it might be backwards. <laughs> but um, but yeah, just the malignant I don't even know what to say about that movie. It was crazy. I do. It was nothing but craziness. There's a fight scene, y'all. If y'all haven't seen it, there's a fight scene in this police department, in the precinct. Mm-hmm. Where people are, you know, where detectives got desks and shit, and they 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 Fucking playing Galaga and mm-hmm. fucking Candy Crush and all that and doing Sudoku's. Yeah, there was a fight scene in there, and that nigga got hand. It's like he knows martial arts. Yeah. Okay. So this is how I'm gonna ex- I'm gonna explain it like this. Mm-hmm. When Endgame came out mm-hmm. uh, for TV or wherever you're streaming it at, mm-hmm. that last hour is nothing but the final fight. Mm. I've watched that final fight in Endgame uh, probably about. 20 something times mm-hmm. with malignant just malignant coming out what last week mm-hmm. i've watched that department scene at least nine times because oh <laughs> i need to see how he got everyone he moves so quick yeah and it's like he don't look back he knows what happened yeah You're like nope got your ass i ain't got to look back at you you done you're yeah. done got got him <laughs> Like, oh my god. That, yeah. Go ahead, Ted. I'm sorry. But go ahead, still your turn. Even if you look at like the trailers and the movie posters, you know, James Wan, the director, does such a great job of and the studio did such a great job of hiding like what the movie the movie is about. Mm-hmm. You don't really I mean, I was attracted to the movie because of the honestly the name, Malignant, and it kind of makes sense, you know, no we we won't give you no spoilers, but it kind of makes sense in the movie why it's called mm-hmm. that. But mm-hmm. It's um yeah the the just like hereditary the trailers and the posters are all very misleading. 
uh, purposely misfe- misleading too. Did, did James Wan direct Hereditary? No, that was Ari Aster. Oh, oh. but um, no, yeah, it, uh, Malignant was great. Um, one of my favorite movies of this year so far that I've seen, and. Yeah. And yeah, I I don't know. It was just a good ass movie. The best movie, I I mean, the best part of the movie though, I think you can agree with me, Edward, was at the end in that in that um you know scene with the detectives at the prank mm-hmm. sink. There's a fight going on. The man throws a chair. I've never seen a man throw a chair this far in my life. Okay, this is no spoilers, but I'm just saying it is the best part of the movie. Okay, is when this chair is being thrown clear across the room and hits this woman square on the side of her face. I had to, I went to YouTube and just looked up malignant chair and I had to watch it. I had I watched it over and over. It's it's clearly the best part of the movie. It was clearly the best part of the movie. I don't think I don't even think he wanted a killer in that he just that yeah. he just wanted her to know like I got it like that. Just yeah. so because you thought because you were across the room, I can't touch you because you think I'm just hand to hand combating it. Yeah. Bitch, I threw this fucking, I threw this chair. fucking chair at your ass. And it broke on her. Oh. The impact for a thick ass wooden chair to break on impact with your head. Yeah. Are you saying so he arced that shit beautifully? He arced the fuck out he of it. He shot put that shit. Yeah. Like that. Oh my God. And then screamed while he did it. she thought she was getting away yeah if i had if i have a recommendation to this week it is definitely to go on hbo max and watch malignant because Mm -hmm. it's a treat it's a it's a great movie yeah i fucked with it james wan did it again he's a crazy man who is fucking that dude that's what i really want to know what does he get when he wake up at 8 (laughs) a.m probably I don't know. Like, like when he go to Dunkin' Donuts, what is his order? A <laughs> blood donut. <laughs> Just fucking with extra teeth or something. I would <laughs> I would spend the night in James Wan's creepy ass house. If he, I feel like he got a creepy ass house. Hell no, I'm good. He he guys like his Annabelle's literally in his you know, mm-hmm. in his living room. I I can't do it. I can't. I'm down. Yeah, I've, I feel like it will be season one of American Horror Story. There's a monster in the attic, monster in the basement, monster in the living room, monster <laughs> in the kitchen, yeah. monster in the fucking hallway, monster in the bathroom, and in the master bedroom. Oh, that's one thing show I haven't been catching up on. American Crime mm-hmm. Story, because I watched the the first episode of Impeachment, the new, new one. Mm-hmm. And it was the first episode was really good. So I think I might let it accumulate and binge it, you know. What is that on Netflix? No, it's on FX. I don't know if it's on Hulu though. Gotcha. They probably got a streaming thing too. I'm yeah. Check them out. No, no, yeah, they do. It's uh, that's why I watch it on some streaming thing on FX. Hmm. Gotcha. But yeah. What What about okay. you, Ed- Edward? What have you been listening to? Been looking at this week? What's been on your mind? What's been in well, your in your eardrums? Let me put them down. <clears throat> well. Um. Let's start with listening. I uh, I was here for the Montero release. Mm. I loved everything about that. The mm-hmm. Lil Nas X rollout. The I'm pregnant. Yeah. And he had a birthing video and all of that. Mm. Where he's just giving birth to giving the album. Birth. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> so I listen to that shit. That I, I like it. I like it. It's it's very good. Um, the production ain't bad. I I feel like I feel like I'm part of a group of people who just genuinely likes music. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care what he is. Like I don't I don't care who he's sleeping with. I don't care that he's gay or anything. This is still the kid, the the black kid who made a country song yeah. and they kicked him out of the country charts and put him in Billboard and hip hop and shit. But he was still breaking records. This is still the kid that probably has uh, a Guinness world record by now for most streams in a month or some shit like that. Most remixes on one song. Mm-hmm. This is still the the black kid that uh that made Panini. That yeah. that his first album. I like that shit. That shit is good. It is. Like he went through all of that shit. Um, and it kind of like with kind of like with uh, Frank Ocean too. You know, I don't really. Yeah. I ain't worried about who this nigga's fucking or anything. I don't give a fuck. You do yeah. whatever the fuck you want. I'm right here for the music, and the music is and, hot. And the thing I like about that, um, quick little tangent, Frank changed the music, uh, the, the label's contract. He finessed his label out of 20 million. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That endless shit. Mm-hmm, so that, that's did. another thing. Like, like we got to stop looking at sexual orientation just because they game. You're still a musician. You still had a hit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Going into Montero, I listened to it all. Industry Baby, I like. The beat is good. He got bars. Before Jack Harlow even come in, he got bars. Yeah. Um, What was that? The Night in uh, Dominica, where it's like he's talking about like his his kind of a hard upbringing and shit, his mm-hmm. bed being on the floor and all. I like that. He's giving you a glimpse into his, his life. Yeah. But I feel like I'm just in a, a, a group of people, me and like another me and a small group of people, much like yourself and others around the world, mm-hmm. we're just here for the music. Right now, it's being his sexual orientation is being like broadcasted more, especially with Lil Boozy being mad at him being gay. And he was like, well, you know, you're pushing this agenda and everything. And uh, I just I don't agree with that. Yeah, there's no agenda. Turn your TV off. Mm hmm. Where, where's the V chip? Isn't that still a thing? Isn't there still a, a parental programming? And it, and plus, if it's if it's if it's that serious, like you really worried about your kids getting you know influenced by certain things in entertainment, then mm-hmm. you obviously must not let them listen to your music. Then Man. you know because I don't know. I Which, mean, you probably and shooting that, and killing and slapping ass and fucking hoes. Exactly, and that's what I liked about uh, the interview he did with Charlemagne. Yeah. Charlemagne brought that up. He was all like, other, you know, all these other artists rap about selling drugs. In the 90s, every artist rapped about killing and gangbanging, mm-hmm. pushing drugs and all that. What no one didn't stop them. Yeah. No one didn't. Kumo D. Perfect example. Uh, old school rapper. I think he's from the 90s era, really. He had a he his most notable thing that I know of is that he did downtown with uh um uh Macklemore. Mm, that downtown yeah like he he was doing the rapping part great rapper people um you know they acknowledge him as a good rapper and all that that's still the same guy that forced corinne stefan to give him head for so long that she started bleeding through her nose oh kumo d that's still that same guy jesus christ game 50 nas i'm not i'm not trying to like uh, throw them under the bridge. 
But these are niggas that that are in the music industry. Don't act like they ain't got niggas around them that's about that that rough lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That no, this is you know we got there's artists that that call themselves capos, dons, uh, GDs, uh, OGs, vice yeah. lords, all of that stuff. So that's the thing I didn't like because it's like okay, so if you don't like him for being gay, why do we like them for being murderers? Yeah, there's a lot of rappers out, especially some of these young ones. They've killed somebody, but then if they die, we're supposed to feel a hundred percent sad for them. We we don't we don't talk about their their music like oh I don't want that pushed on my kids you you out here killing that mm-hmm. that's why I don't really care about the sexual orientation of it or that he's gay because I'm gonna be real I like the killing music and I like this music mm-hmm. exactly I like Elton John and I still think um Freddie Mercury has one of the best male voices ever yeah no Freddie sing. Mercury is probably the best uh frontman in rock and roll and music history. Period. Exactly. That man is amazing. Yeah. He was gay. Elton John. He was gay. He's gay. But he makes he made Rocket Man. That's then he made the gnome soundtrack. I don't even like that that fucking movie. But I like the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just I, I don't I don't like that yeah. boozy. And I know it's not just boozy. Right now he's just the face of it, but yeah. there's so many people that just don't they're not gonna fuck with Nas stuff because he's gay. Because they I'm can't like, get past is, that. Yeah, because it's like, fuck, just listen to the song. Mm-hmm. Listen to the bars. Exactly. But yeah, that's that's it with that. I'm gonna let me zoom through this stuff. Zoom it. Um, like you watching malignant. malignant. Amazing. Malignant. Chairs being thrown, mm-hmm. hands being dealt with, mm. parkour, judo. He could be a UFC fighter, honestly. The man he could, could be. be. The man could yes. be. And I also been given um so me and um me and what's the name me and uh Chester Chester Bennington yeah. rest in peace nah 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 this is um uh I don't know his last name but uh he go me and Chester have like reconciled and this is um he's known to the world as the kid Leroy Listen, his name is not Chester me and Chester we uh reconciled this the girl said on the voicemail. Oh, oh fuck God. love. <laughs> you know, she's like, I saw her over there, Chester. <laughs> Chester? Yeah, Come on, kid. Your yeah. name is not Chester. Chester. I need to look Chester this up. Basically, Chester basically cheesed her. <laughs> you cheesed me, you dog. You cheesed me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Charlton. So, Charlton. Charlton. There Charlton. we go. Charlton. Me and Charlton, Charlton reconciled. Charlton yeah. Kenneth Jeffrey Howard. Yeah, Charlton Howard. We reconciled, and I um allowed my phone to hold the whole "Fuck Love" three album, so I downloaded it. It's good, it's still good. You know, yeah, the whole so, three parter. Yeah. yeah, so I probably got what I got. Uh, um, not fair. Downloaded like three times, most likely. I'm yeah, yeah, I deleted everything from Kid Leroy, and I just only downloaded that "Fuck Love" three thing. I need to do that. Cause he yeah, like that's like two three albums right there. I don't know why he didn't yeah. separate them. Yeah, but it's you, all you good, kid. But you yeah, should. I get it. I'm well, happy for I'm happy for that he has like the biggest song in the in the world right yeah. now. I think he's gonna break up with that girl. I hope he break up with that girl. Please break up with that girl. <laughs> that's terrible. I need I need them them pain and suffering songs. Yeah, that's that's what I need. I need you to hook up a weekend and mm-hmm. just you know if if um, if I'm getting Silk Sonic. From mm. Anderson and Bruno, 
you know, I, I need like I need some some drug love. Yeah. With weekend and Charlton. Like titanium cocaine or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then that brings me to my final two, the things I've been watching. Fear Street, the the little horror mm-hmm. series on Netflix. I was thinking about what's gonna see what's, what's up with that. I want to see that shit ain't bad. It's it's decent. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um You watched the first one or all of them? I watched the first one and then part two, and I'm gonna watch part three tomorrow. So does like part one like leave you on a cliffhanger, and then part two kind of? It kind of does because there's they they had a problem. Okay, there, there's an obvious way. There's these killers. It's just like I think it's four killers that's on their ass, mm-hmm. and um, the kids are like, "Damn, how do we deal with this? No one's never survived." being attacked by them and then they find out somebody did so they was looking through the yellow pages because all of a sudden we got yellow pages and like which is another thing cell phones fuck up movies why do you (laughs) need the yellow pages if you got a cell phone cell phones really fuck up movies but then never mind because this was the first one's based in 1976 oh well that's why yeah i was was wondering why too (laughs) what are you getting the yellow pages yeah Yeah, they got the yellow pages and they tried to call the girl up the mm. one that survived because she went to their school and she didn't pick up, so they they left a voicemail <laughs> in the middle of getting chased by four different killers. They got four different styles of killing your ass. So you know the the movie ends, but the cliffhanger is the woman that they called calls them back. She was all like, "It's not over. <laughs> it is not over. It's not over." But yeah, but it's real good. So th- then they go to part two. And then, like, part three is just, like, the origin of it all, and it's supposed to wrap it all up. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the killers, I, I like. It's it's like a girl who she sings as she she kills you with her, her like, that old-fashioned uh, beard, that straight blade that yeah. barbers used to use, that um they used in um uh, Sweeney Todd, that, that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And there's a kid who he beat his mom's head in with a baseball bat. Mm-hmm, that classic. shit was crazy. There's someone who like the the only killer that runs is this big nigga with an axe. Mm. And he got like a potato sack over his head. Multiple <clears throat> multiple suspects. Mm-hmm. Um. Then there's this other guy that carries a knife and he just keeps stabbing you. Like, oh, they're, they're, the shit is kind of gory. Not not gory. It, it's a little gruesome. Mm. Um. So yeah, there's that. And then my favorite show right now, Ted Lasso. Mmm, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso is hilarious. I'm so glad they gave this man a show. Mm. This shit is it, it's so good. Uh, what episode are you on? Episode six, I think. Mm, okay. Yeah, this shit just keeps getting better and better. Mm. But now it's starting to get more into like the emotional side of it because he's he's just a happy guy all the all the way through. But you find out he has some marital problems and stuff, and everyone's against them but once they get to know him and they see like he's just so optimistic they they kind of like they pity him but then they start rooting for him yeah and uh, it's uh it's it's a very good show i don't want to put out too much but the humor in it is is very good there's a dude from nigeria that comes over to the england soccer club and he kind of like fucks up a lot so the mm-hmm. you know the the new the new star of the soccer club, this 26-year-old, he's like talking to him. He's like, it's mm-hmm. okay, mate. 
Sam was like, yeah, I'm sorry. If there's anything I can do, let me know. And he was like, yeah, would it be too forward if I give you some hint, some hints? And he was like, no, bring it on, you know? Like, okay, I want you to go in a time machine, travel back to when your mom was fucking your dad, <laughs> or whoever this little man may be, pull her off of him, come back in time, but right here, and, and throw her on one of the old Hall of Famous cocks. That sound good enough for you. Is that good? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Fucking wanker. Mm-hmm. And then he just walked off. It's I'm like, this up. is fucked up. <laughs> but Ted is just, he he listened to it. He's like, whoa. That's more descriptive than the mirror they wanted us to do at Kansas City Tech. <laughs> like, bro, dude, what the fuck? Kansas City <laughs> Tech. It's, it's hilarious. I feel like I'm underselling it. But yeah, that's all I got to say. <laughs> Ted Lasso is hilarious. Yeah. This shit is too much. Yeah, I've only heard, like I said, I've only heard great things about that show. And it just won a lot today, uh, tonight at the Emmy. So sweeping up, sweeping up, sweeping up. That's what Um, it is. Also, I got a little, I got a little mini rant right now. Oh, shit. To the powers that be over at Stars. Fuck y'all. Oh, shit. I don't like We're going at premium channels, Edward. Come yes, they're queen series. There's the white queen, the Spanish queen, the new white queen, the new Spanish queen. Y'all ain't got nothing for black people. No, no black queen. Y'all got all these Spanish and white queens and shit. Fuck y'all. Hmm. I, want, I want to see another queen. Hmm. That was it. Oh, and then the princess. Then they go to princesses. The white princess is the white princess. And that gets like three seasons. Then she becomes a white queen. And that's a whole different show. Then there's the Spanish queen princess, and then she becomes a Spanish queen. Like, okay, so where's the black queen? Where's the black queen? When are y'all gonna give Nicki Minaj her show? That's what I want to know. That's the black queen right there. But yeah, let's move on to it. I mean, no, yeah, I get what you're saying. I, get, I, mean, mm-hmm. I, don't, know, I don't know what they're doing over there at Stars. Seems like they got power, and that's that's about it, I think. Power and American gods. American gods. Oh, and Monsters U. Monsters University is good. Well, that's on Disney Plus. Oh, then fuck stars. Yeah, then fuck stars. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, y'all some scare tech ass niggas. Speaking of premium channels, though, um, did you hear that Family Guy is off of Adult Swim? It was his last. <laughs> the last episode aired yesterday. So it's off of Adult Swim now. And I feel like 80% of people, especially in our generation, saw mm-hmm. Family Guy because of Adult Swim. Like it was on Adult Swim. Mm-hmm. Like them first, that first, like those first three seasons, I wouldn't say, before, right before it got canceled. Mm-hmm. I think it was Adult Swim's reruns that was revitalized it, you know? And then mm-hmm. I remember I bought, I got um, the C, I, I bought one of those movies. Remember, like it was some Stewie movie that I had. Yeah. And that was around the time and it was canceled. But yeah, yep. it's going to, yeah, because it's going, um, it's, I think it's going to be only on Hulu or it's going to be on Disney owned kind of platforms because Disney owns Fox and Fox owns everything. Disney owns, like, Disney owns everything and Fox owns everything else. So Disney owns Fox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we are everything. Exactly. So yeah, they got Family Guy now. I mean, shit. Cut the bag. Hey, if Barley needs another bag, if the bag is there, let's you know, let's pack up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. 
but yeah, that's going to be, I, I mean, it's just kind of crazy that, you know, that that was the place where everything was, you know, especially in adult swim, like back in the day, all yep. your avant-garde funny ass shows were on adult swim. I mean, that still is, they still got Rick and Morty and shit. Yeah. But I mean, there but. was a point where, you know, it was that yeah. Futurama was on there at the same, running at the same time. Um, what else was like another classic? They had uh, when Metalocalypse was on Family Guy, Aqua Teen, Aqua Teen, Squidbillies. Yeah. Then they hit you with some Dragon Ball Z and Inuyasha. You know they trying to inch the anime world in closer, and then yeah. they go to Twelve Ounce Mouse, Drinky Crow, uh, Moro Oral, mm-hmm. uh, Robot Chicken, Robot Chicken. Yeah, Robot Chicken. Uh, what else they have? Fucking Ball Masters. Well, that's a newer one. Um, oh, Delocated. That one, that shit is funny. Um, C Lab, like twenty twenty one or something. Like oh that. my god, yes. Yeah. C Lab. There's a bunch. There's a bunch of what I think is this, Venture some, Bros was on there. Yeah, Venture Bro. What is that lawyer show with the dude with the? Mask? Oh, Harvey Birdman, uh-huh. attorney at law. Yeah, him. Yeah. There's Space a bunch Ghost, of new shows Coast to Coast. It, yeah, it man, they they had they had they the have content some, definitely. Yeah, perfect hair forever. But yeah, Family oh, Guy was just Family Guy to me was just I was it was so iconic with Family Guy and that little Adult Swim little logo in the you know right hand corner. So yeah, it's yep. kinda, it was kind of bittersweet, you know. Last last night I didn't tune in for it, but I saw it on Twitter that Family Guy was trending, and that was why. Hmm. But yeah, it's uh, but as long as I can watch it, I'm good. I just need to watch my reruns, you know. Cowboy Bebop. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, Adult Swim was instrumental. Yeah, that honestly I will I think put the edge over cartoon like Cartoon Network versus Nickelodeon in the '90s, early 2000s. I think yeah. it, it Cartoon Network got them because of that and because of Toonami and stuff. Yeah, that's what it was. Toonami had uh, and you. No, nah, Toonami had Dragon Ball Z, Adult Swim, so at Inuyasha. Because mm-hmm. that was their first ever anime, and that's why they kept that shit for like 12 years, even though it's unfinished. Mm-hmm. Fucking mad at that lady. Fuck her. <laughs> Fuck her. You wasted two years of my life, bitch. Whatever your name is, and you didn't finish the fucking anime, and mm-hmm. it's from 2004. That was a lot of prime Naruto hours I could have been doing. Mm-hmm. And then, now in 2017, you're going to do, oh, okay, I'm going to do the final act. I got bills to pay now. I can't stay up at eleven twenty three and wait for your stupid ass show, man. Mm. Fuck Naraku, mm. nigga out here trying to get some ass, but he when he slapped the ass, there's a dark hole in his hand, so the ass go in his hand, so he can't slap no ass. It's an oxymoron. It makes no sense. What is going? Fucking on? bugs everywhere. It, it's stupid. Two moves can defeat ass. any monster. Yeah, he trying to slap ass. <laughs> Moroku try to do that. There's a Moroku and then there's a Naraku. Then there's a Kirara, the cat. And fuck that cat. That's the worst cat ever. That cat get bitch slapped every episode. What it goes big. But then it gets, in this show? They need to take Family Guy off. That that was a skid mark on Adult Swim. Y'all need to take that fucking Inuyasha shit off. Yeah. Anime's here now. We don't need it. We don't need it no more. You, you better put fucking Naruto reruns. Yeah. One piece in this bitch. <laughs> One piece in this bitch. <laughs> Let's go. Let's move on. Let's move she made on me mad. To, yeah, let's move on to the kids. Fuck that bitch. She made me... Ooh, she made me mad. But 
So one thing that well, I wanted to talk about real quick this week was mm-hmm. one thing that came across my mind this week mm-hmm. was uh, disc records in in the hip hop industry and even in the in other genres as well. But I've been thinking about like you know what is the best one of all time and what's the greatest one of all Prince time? When Doves Cry. <laughs> Who was he dissing? Fuck birds. I'm with him. Fuck every avian species. If you got wings and you fly, fuck you. This is what it sounds like when doves cry. Yeah, hit him with the yeah. <laughs> hit him with the the Takashi gun. That's what it sounds like. Fuck yeah. bird, man. We're going ahead. It just sounds like bloody murder when doves cry. Mm-hmm. Because we're yeah, they're killing them for fucking dove soap. But Dove Soap, please sponsor me. But um, <laughs> yeah, I was wondering what you know. What's the greatest diss tracks of all time? Because you know, especially in the hip hop industry, there's a lot of you know. We gotta. It's a it's a part of hip hop, honestly. Dissing, you know, dissing another MC, as they call it. That your bars is li- literally little garbage, you know. So yeah. it brings out some of the best in you know certain rappers and certain uh, creative artists. There's um, no Vaseline. So yeah, let's just start listing shit. There's yeah, like I like you said, no Vaseline, which is I I personally believe no Vaseline is my the best one. Mm-hmm. Uh, no Vaseline by Ice Cube is dissing Easy and NWA and mm-hmm. and everybody else in the world <laughs> dissing them all. I, um, I might be inclined to agree with you on that because of the story behind the diss. Yeah. Like they basically said, "Fuck you," because he got an entertainment lawyer. That might be the first rapper. The first nigga that said, do we got lawyers for this shit? Mm-hmm. Or do lawyers only exist to like do court battles and shit? Yeah. And he talked to somebody like, an entertainment lawyer? Yeah, let me get one. Let, yeah, yeah, let me get let's one. Let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. Read this shit. Read this. I thought so. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not signing that. I'm not Jerry. Easy. I'm not signing that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, uh, I think that might be the best one because he was right. Yeah, Ice Cube was right. Yeah. And, and it, it was produced... It was produced crazy. The beat is crazy, and he's going off on niggas. He's mentioning people by name. Mm-hmm. Um, crazy. Moved to Riverside. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I can't. You know, I can't call that. You know, some there people river on the side of that city. No, let's not go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. So there is um, <laughs> not a river on the side of that city. I can tell you that. Oh, but um, the uh, yeah, no Vaseline and ether. You know, by Nas, that's one of those legendary, uh, legendary tracks. But it's you know, it's more than just the music. It's just the, everything that's surrounding the music, and then that influences the lyrics and things like that. Because yeah. you know what? What's like? What was the beef between Jay Z and Nas before Ether even came out? I don't know. Like, that why, song, why, or was it like just people just pitting them together because they were both popping at the same time and coming out of New York? No, it was some shit that was being said. I think maybe Jay-Z was trying to, like, throw a little bit of shade on him or some shit in a previous song. Yeah, the Takeover or Takeover or something like that? It could be, yeah. I don't like that era of Jay-Z. The beginning era of Jay-Z is the one I don't listen to. So Mm. if this was something before Kingdom Come, I don't fuck with it. Mm. Unless it's a hard knock life. But all that other shit, I I don't fuck with that stuff because I think that's the worst part of Jay-Z. H to the, the Izzo? Beginning. B to the Izzo? That's after Kingdom. Oh. That's a black album. 
I mean, that blueprint. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't. I have no idea that. I know that this song supersedes the beef that they had. Yeah, it does. That beat is still kind of rough. That's and, a rough hat. And as what's crazy was, you know, when we saw them like this year on that DJ Khaled track, and he they made a video together. It was mm-hmm. just such a big deal because, like, whoa, these niggas was hated each other at one point, you know. Now and like you got dick sucking lips, and I'm hurt. Damn. Like I was hurt by that. Damn. You know they yeah they said some shit about each other, but it's all it's crazy how they made each made a hun- hundreds of millions of dollars, billions <laughs> of dollars, and they like let's just put this bullshit to the side because what the fuck was what were we even talking about back then? They probably forgot too. They probably forgot. They were just they didn't just remembered all this money they just made. Nas made so much money on Ring. It's not even funny. It's not and even. And now funny he on Oculus. Yeah, it's not even funny. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, just put that shit beside us. But yeah, like, and then yeah, hit the Tupac up. and Biggie would hit him up. There's a lot of classic rap disses mm-hmm. out there. I honestly feel like that whole situation between Pac and Biggie was from a misunderstanding or miscommunication. I think so. I don't know what happened, but I just feel like it was. I mean, I know what happened, like with the whole thing, like who shot you and all that. Yeah. But I feel like it was just niggas in their ears. It, ah, sorry, excuse me. Niggas in their ear. Mm-hmm. Just telling them stuff and just feeding that negativity to them. It's all about, yeah, it was like, just egos and things like yeah. that shouldn't have gotten in the way. We, they could have came together and had a, you know, a conversation. And they both would probably still be alive today. Yeah. Because it was a misunderstanding, I feel like, too. And, yeah, um, it was all the people around them, like you said, just getting in their ear and shit. Exactly. Um... There's one diss song I never heard, mm-hmm. never finished it. I should say, and that was the the one game did for G Unit. That 15 minute, what is it called? 500 bars or some shit. Oh, like 300 miles and running. I think I some think shit like called. that. I know it's a 15 minute long diss track. Yeah, I think it's 300 miles and run or 500 miles and run or something like that. I remember that because it yeah. was a lot. Because he's just game is just flowing over yeah, some. Never, the beat was crazy. I remember that, but um, never finished it. Yeah, our, the the thing about that rap beef, which was crazy, is that mm-hmm. rap beef was going on while while the song "Hated or Loved" was out, and that song was like the biggest song in the world. They had to literally <laughs> shoot the music video in two separate places because they couldn't stand each other. Mm-hmm. Green screen and shit, all that shit is green screen. Of them, I didn't the, know that. Yeah, so they had they hated each other that much. They had to they knew that they had to make a video for because it was the biggest song out. But yeah. they hate each other, so they have to do it, you know, separately. Woo! I did not know that. That's fun. That's a good. That's funny. Yeah, that's a crazy little tidbit in that beef. But mm-hmm. I wonder what happened with that too. I remember because they were so cool, and Game was a part of G Unit, and he had yep. some shoes with Fifty. But so I think they're cool now. Yeah, but I think is I think it was something contractual for that yeah. shit. Like probably Fifty Cent was making too much money off the game or something. Mm-hmm. 50 had beef with Jaru and um what Onyx. Mm-hmm. But Onyx, that shit was more light. That was that was more because Onyx told the, an artist that 50 was uh trying to get signed. Mm-hmm. He like Onyx told her about like this uh this this distro company called Koch, which if you guys know who what Koch is, that was that was like a saving grace for a lot of niggas. You didn't need a label if you had Koch. Mm-hmm. 
they had put out your album and all they wanted was 10%. Mm. So for every what ten dollars that you made on your album, they just wanted a dollar. Yeah. That's all. That that was a bomb ass deal. And that's you know, some like distribution stuff like that now. I forgot what the main one is. Because you can just Ooh. put it on Spotify and all that shit. Yeah, that's what's up. Hell yeah. That, I'm glad that's still like there's something like that, like a remnant of it still going. Yeah. Um, I don't think I know any other beefs, but uh, you know, my, I think, oh, 50 and Fat Joe window shopper. That was about Fat Joe. Yeah. That beat is crazy. Window shopper. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jaru so much that, better. That should never go end. Yeah. It was never, I mean, 50 cent beasts sometimes never end. Unfortunately, yeah. he's so he is petty the most petty nigga in the world. <laughs> In the world. Oh, shit. But one beef, uh, one rap beef that I think should be held to those standards to uh-huh. of of hit him up and, you know, no Vaseline is the is the Drake and uh, Meek Mill beef with. Yes. Back to back, because I personally believe that's one of the best It's most It's definitely the most underrated diss track of all time. I feel like I think people because, you know, it's Drake uh-huh. and people put, you know, Drake ain't this. Is Drake is he's a singing nigga, blah blah blah. Is but, it though? Like, I mean that that kind of added fuel to the fire as like why it's so good. You let the singing nigga. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but after that's what the first. I feel like people's you know perception of Drake, especially now, is mm-hmm. that he's just he is literally the biggest artist in the world. So why you know why mm-hmm. he has to not stoop to a level, but you know. They don't give him the same hip hop or rap respect. I don't. I don't think, and especially in the African American com- community, they they still not giving him that respect. And I feel like, you know, he went at Meek and he killed almost killed Meek's career. He had to go. Meek Mill had to, oh. you know, do something and do going bad with him to revitalize it. Yeah, no, he killed that career. His career is this new path that Meek got. Yeah, that's all Drake. That's all thanks to Drake and maybe Jay Z for getting him out of prison. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But that whole the music part, that's all Drake. Cause mm-hmm. um nobody talks about Dream Chasers 4. No, 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 no Nobody talks about there's a reason for that. The same reason people don't bring up Carrie Hilson, thanks to Beyonce's fans, mm-hmm. is the same reason no one talks about Dream Chasers 4. He don't even perform those songs. Yeah. He don't I don't never see him do any of those songs when he's doing a uh performance, uh what's the name? Uh tour or anything. Not that he has been on tour because of COVID, mm-hmm. but it's just like that whole that that album was the, his worst one because Drake fucking murdered his ass, and you know people kept going. Even I feel like people that didn't even like Drake was just like, "Damn, I can't listen to this, bro." Yo, yo, trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers. Yeah, you can body by a singing nigga. Like literally, there there was a meme. <laughs> there's there's memes in my in that in my life that I will never forget, <laughs> and one was a Halloween meme. And it was a black guy with a, a big ass, big and tall white tee with bullet shots in it and blood dripping out. Mm-hmm. And he had a the sign in the middle of it said Meek Mill's career. Damn. And this was like right after back to back. Damn, that's terrible. But yeah, you could be right. I mean, but I think it's the most underrated because, yeah, because Drake don't get the respect that other rappers would get. But he yeah. bodied that shit and he killed that man's career for a second. Yeah. Isn't, and then he didn't he like knew, he knew where Meek was staying at one time, so he got the room above him and, and, played, that song. and played that song on repeat. That's petty mm-hmm. and that's crazy. Mm-hmm. 
it's just another little niche in their beef. But Drake did, you know, take an L with Pusha T. You know, it's all good. You know, we just gone. We, to, a, we talk a, about that's that. A that. That's a big one. Yeah, we talk about it. But, you know, yeah, he did get but, he got killed with Story of Adidon, unfortunately. Yeah. But not Meek Mill killed. He, you know, like, no, no, no. He didn't get killed. He didn't get no. no. Yeah. Meek Mill had know. to, you know, grovel and come back and be like, can you save my yeah. low key, save my career, sir? <laughs> yeah. Meek Mill got like Mad Max. I ran you off the road. Here's my salt off in your face. Bam. Mm hmm. Drake was more like, uh, shit, I just, I hit this fucking hole and it flipped my car and I'm hurt, but I'm going to be back next month. I'm going to be back next month. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the hospital back. right now. Exactly. Yeah, I'm going to be back. You all, know. all these songs about to be on the billboard. It's all good. Yeah, it's all, yeah, it's all good. I'm, yeah, yeah. Pusher didn't do to him what he did to me. He didn't, no. But he did, he, Drake did take an L. Yeah. I feel like the L that he really took was more perspective to like the money that he lost. Because mm-hmm. it was some deal that he had with Adidas and his son's name or something like that. Yeah. So I think that's what it really was. Um, he, he took the L, but Meek got got a big ass L. That, that L. That, yeah. That's not- Thank God Drake got some some religion in his life or something because <laughs> he, he didn't have to bring him out on the he stage. Didn't. He didn't. That could have been another Migos tour. What was it called? Drake and the Three Amigos? That could have been another one of them. Mm-hmm. Our future. I don't know. I'm good. Because then they got to do uh, that album that they did with the diamonds on it. And what a time. What a time to be alive. It's a class. It's classic. I want Evo. I, I think Evo. Evo is my favorite. Well, that was the time when Future was the, the best rapper in the world. <laughs> yeah. I, I like Evo. That, that shit. Just, and then the fact that it's love backwards. Yeah. Like. I just, you know, I, I like Evil more than Dirty Sprite. What a time! I'm Mm-mm. fucking with Evil. Well, know? Dirty Sprite too is is probably in my top thirty best hip hop albums of all time, <laughs> and it is not for um for real. I'm not even playing. I'm not even playing. <laughs> not that. even playing. I'm not even. It's like right there next to Rock Him, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let me throw some uh some some quick some quick uh little facts at the people real quick. Throw it for quick facts. Um, Gavin Newsom, if you're in California, if you're a California resident, Gavin Newsom won the recall. Mm. Republicans were trying to take him out as the, what is he, the governor? He's the governor. He's the governor. And it didn't work. I think he won by like 68 something percent. Yeah. Some shit like that. And the my thing is, yeah, you got a you know problem with Gavin. Everybody got a problem with Gavin, I guess. But yeah, I didn't see nobody that was uh, suitable to replace the nigga. So. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's the thing. That was the thing. Bring something better. Yeah. Because if this, you know, I don't, I don't really like Gavin. I don't care about Gavin, but he's not fucking me up as much as the person you guys want to elect Mm -hmm. will fuck me up. Yeah. You know, Gavin takes me to dinner, (laughs) and then after he he gets me drunk on that that new some wine at Brookhurst. That new some wine. Yeah, he tries to get it in. You know, and if I say no, he says, "Okay, you ain't nothing but an ugly bitch. Fuck you, mm. the nigga." The rub, the nigga that the Republicans wanted, yeah, he trying to fuck. Just bam, no Vaseline, no pun intended, <laughs> because oh of the God. past, because of the topic we just brought up. Yeah, that nigga ain't shit. I don't even know who it was, but I know it ain't Gavin. I like Gavin. 
I don't like Gavin, but I like Gavin. Just leave me alone. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, so that's one one little tidbit. Newsom wins the recall. He said, I ain't going nowhere. And because my niggas held it down for me when I was pinched, you know, bam, stimulus. I'm stimulating niggas. Stimulated. Um, here's another one. Karen Civil. We found out through ah, yes. that uh Karen Civil, the uh social media social media uh strategist, cheated him out of 60k early in his career. Damn. She just pay it back. Mm-hmm. That's nothing to you. As where she is now, that whole thing that she had with uh Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. Did you ever uh see that tip? Uh-uh. It was like a website that she did for uh Wayne, and it was basically him able to write back to excuse me, write back to the fans whenever they wrote something to him. She set all that up. It was like a thing that he was doing while he was in uh Rikers, I believe. Mm-hmm. But it was just a way to like get in contact with him. This is when Wayne was hot. Mm-hmm. He's still hot, but it's when Wayne was the, the best mm-hmm. rapper in the world. Yeah. You know, this this Miss Miss Carter. Mm. This up Millie. All that shit. This lollipop. This yeah. in that little era and shit. So mm-hmm. that shit propelled her career so far. Yeah. I just mean people Joyner, just pay people, him the sixty. After the joiner shit came out, yeah, people start coming out with their own stories about Karen Civil and how they she kind of finessed them. There was reports know. of Karen hiring a hacker in order to get Jason Lee's like Hollywood unlock um off the Instagram. Um there was something else about her trying to get a certain someone's Instagram page deleted. Oh, you're just going to have to run them hands, man. I forgot who it was. But yeah, a lot of people have been coming out about her and saying mm-hmm. that she's, you know, too industry niggas, too, like too industry for niggas, and she's kind of trash. She got kicked mm-hmm. off of Nipsey's team for some reason. Uh, oh, yeah. For something. I forgot why. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's a lot of stuff. It's coming to light about Miss Karen Civil. I honestly don't know her. I only know her from Instagram comments. Mm-hmm. I really only knew her because of that Lil Wayne thing. Because yeah. I really wanted to be Lil Wayne at one point. Well, I mean, yeah. And I found out, oh, I can talk to him? I don't want to talk to him. I want to <laughs> be him. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> yeah, you, you trying to help me get in touch with him? Where's the witch? I need some witchcraft. I'm trying to be him. Yeah, okay. I need a Freaky Friday situation That's what going I'm about on. Say. That's Freaky I Friday. Yeah. <laughs> I need Jamie Lee Curtis, Lindsay Lohan. Let's go to the Chinese restaurant and open these fortune cookies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to talk yeah. about white excellence? Let's talk about white excellence real quick, okay? Freaky Friday, Disney <laughs> Channel on Disney Channel, Thursday night, 6, 6, 7 p.m. It, and it's on Disney Channel. It is 2007. Mm-hmm. That you and I'm, I'm just eating a popsicle or something, man. You want to talk about a time in my life? Okay, and they always played that shit too. Freaky Friday is so good. <laughs> it's a good ass movie. I think there's a remake too. Like, I think it's uh, there's a one that's even older than that. Mm. That was when Maybe. Lindsay Lohan was the hottest white woman on the world in the world. Pretty, pretty much. It was like Paris Hilton and then Lindsay Lohan. Two, two of the biggest people in the world. Jesus Christ! But yeah, you talk, that's that's some that's a film. That's a film. Um, but yeah, these these beefs and these these people this week have been uh, they've been they've been on a tear. Yeah, 
They've been on I kind of like it when the person that's beat when they both got good as diss track, diss tracks because yeah. you know this. It just this adds to gives us more content, you know. Yeah, like this shit with Kanye and Drake, I kind of like. Yeah, but I don't like. I feel I like, like I honestly I like seven a.m. on Brittle Bath. Yeah, I like that song. I like No Friends in the Industry. I feel like that was another diss to his ass. <laughs> but. <laughs> Um, I don't. I, I was feel lost. Like, I would have called him up. Would it be? Do you think we would get better music or better content from them if they were dissing each other, or if they were if they liked each other and they featured? Oh, if they liked each other, if they yeah. liked each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlemagne the God said it best. He said, "I want a, a album, um, by Kanye, written by Drake, yeah. but I also want a, a Drake album that's produced by Kanye. One right now is a better producer, and the other one is a better lyricist." Mm-hmm. They come together. That shit. That pff, fuck any other group. That that. Yeah, that's, that's right gonna there. be crazy. And that then you already crazy. know the niggas that they got on speed dial. Rick Ross gonna be coming through. Yeah. Jay Z gonna come through one time real yeah. quick. Um, who else we gonna get on it? They gonna get some hot. Everybody Lil Uzi is. gonna come real quick. Nas gonna come. They gonna have Lil Baby. Of course, it's got to be Lil Baby. Yeah, you gotta have him on there. Uh, Travis Scott gonna come through because we both friends with Trav. Yeah. So everybody got to give ball, and you know, you know how when people do interviews, these mm-hmm. celebrities, these rappers, and one, it's always uh, this question: How was it working with so and so? They only bring up so and so when it's a big artist like Drake or Kanye, mm-hmm. like uh, like Kanye, how he had uh, Pusha T rewrite his verse seven times for Runaway. Yeah. That, that's Kanye. Fabio just came out and he was all like, Kanye had us wearing uniforms. Like <laughs> He had to like it was all black and and he was like I ain't got like I'm sorry I ain't got it like I gotta wear a uniform he's like yeah we got a Donda vest for you right now people had to wear uniforms yeah but he put up with that shit because it's Kanye this is Kanye Drake the same thing Drake ain't make nobody wear no uniforms but it's like <laughs> like uh Lil Durk he just plugged his bitch real quick oh yeah in her cosmetic line because he was like oh yeah this is a Drake song it's gonna get hits it's gonna get plays yeah. So if you bring them two people that all these other niggas idolize and they come together mm-hmm. and they call in you and they explain to you, you come in with your best shit. Yeah, your you three, to. four bars is going to be better than your own album. Yeah. Because you have to. You you got to. We, we can't have no, I'm light scanned, but I'm still a dark nigga. Oh my God, we please. can't have none of that shit. We can't have the. um. She says she a uh, lesbian girl. Me too. Yeah. She says she a lesbian Girl meets. I'm trying to think of one that Kanye had. That, oh yeah, that if I bleach my ass, so that shit. Yeah. We, no, we everyone got to be bars. Everyone got to be barring up. Yeah, barring up. And, and Wayne got to come through. Two chains got to come through. Jay Z got to come through. Rick Ross got to come through. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, just give me. It's gonna be impeccable vibes if they, you know, if they work together. And I, yeah, I that's cry. one of the beefs that I think it's given us less. Because they hate each other, you know. That's true. Let them like, come together. God, let them come together. If they, they come will. together, the Beatles will be the number two best group ever. Drake just gotta like Honey Thieves gotta you know pop off or something, and Drake and Drake just <laughs> make a bunch of money or some shit. But <laughs> then and then Kanye gotta just sell two more shoes, and he'll be another multi billionaire. <laughs> and then they'll be like, okay, but who knows? Kanye's so erratic. There's there's no fucking no telling the future for Mr. Mr. Omari West. That's true. 
But hey, they hey, they here. It's a crazy world, which you know I'm here. I'm always listening. I got my ear to the streets, like uh, uh like acrylic nails. Nope, didn't work. Okay, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> this time for the best segment of the podcast, and that is the motherfucking rant of the week, which is. <laughs> Where we, me and Edward, get some shit off our chest because we just got shit to say. We got stuff to say. And I got some stuff to say this week. Yep. So, Edward, what do you got to say this week that you got to get off your chest, that you got to rant about, something that's been grinding your years or something you just got to let the kids know about? Yes. All right, kids. This is going. This is for everybody. This is for everybody. Y'all listen up. Am I too loud right here, Ted? Oh, do I need to back it up some? I want to make sure it's clear. You're coming in hot. You're coming in nice and clear, bud. All right, cool. Just want to make sure I'm good. <sighs> loyalty is overrated. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest. Uh, loyal, loyalty is overrated. You know, if, Lil Baby, sorry to interrupt, but you know Lil Baby's uh, kid name is Loyalty, I think. No, it's Loyal. Oh so you're saying his, ba- his child is overrated. <laughs> now, if his child calls uh, CPS on him, what, 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 are we, what are we naming him? Oh, not damn. even if he did nothing wrong. Even damn. if he did nothing wrong, That's, if he's just gonna call him, yeah, like, like it's a, hey, it's, we, I'll be stuck. I can't compute that. You ain't loyal. Yeah. Loyal ain't you loyal. Ain't, <laughs> you a clone. That's it. <laughs> it's Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, that shit is overrated. And what mm. I mean by that is, mm-hmm. um, recently, I've had a couple people. Mm. They would ask me about things um, like, you know, to to see like, oh, how did you do it? Like, what made you do that? Like, how? How? And it, it pertained to the podcast mm-hmm. that we do and to Twitch streaming. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is people at work. This is people that I know personally and shit. And I just tell them, I was like, shit, I just did it. The first podcast, the first uh, Twitch stream. They weren't good. They're, to me, they're not the best ones at all. You just you keep doing it. But yeah. I say all of that to say that like some of these people have ran across some of their own friends in their circles that kind of belittled them and thought it was stupid. And so, so one that's of why them don't do it. Yeah, and I was like, bro, don't don't listen to that person. Like, no, they they like where you're at. Fuck that. Fuck the loyalty thing. Like that loyalty is now making you really uh. It's hindering your. It's hindering your. You know, growth. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, whatever idea you got, do it. Do it. Because there's definitely someone else, the next city over, the next state over, whatever, and they, they'll they do it. So then when you see them blow up, it's like, oh, my God, I, yeah, I was the first to do that. No, no, you weren't because you didn't do it. You, didn't you do thought it. of it, but no one doesn't care about that. Mm-hmm. Execute it. Do that shit. Stop being loyal to the people that aren't doing nothing for you. Mm. Not in a way like they should be catering to you, but if they aren't, if they're not like doing something in their life that makes you be like, damn, I want to move forward in mind. If they're not uplifting you and shit, if they're completely stagnant and they want to stay right where they are, leave them, stay away from them people, get from them people. Don't let them um, criticize your thing that you're doing. And then like you take their word so, so strongly that it makes you stop doing it. They like that you're not doing shit. Yeah, they like they that they're right un- here with you. You're un- yeah. uh-huh, exactly. They're right there with you. Exactly. Yeah, that whole misery loves company thing. Mm-hmm. So it's just like stop being loyal to these types of people just because they're your friends or family and shit. 
there's man, there's people I I'm always cutting off somebody, especially recently. I've had somebody um that uh that that showed up at work and you know, he's investing in this this new type of uh Bitcoin, but it's not available on all the uh, apps. You have to download one specific app, but I don't know how to navigate through it. Mm-hmm. That's my whole problem. So I asked him. I was like, "Yeah, man, how do I um get this?" I was like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "Yeah, it is. I saw it on your DM. I mean, on your stories, and I, I DM'd you. You didn't say nothing. That was like a month and a half ago, and shit. And I just want to know, like, how do I go about buying it? It seems promising. His thing was, "Oh, you don't need that. You don't need to know about that." Like, "Oh, perfect. That's it. Unfollow, block, delete the number." I'm done. Stop being loyal to people who aren't for you, who aren't trying to help you. That loyalty fucks over a lot of people. Loyalty is very overrated. I'm loyal to a lot of people to an extent. You know, mm-hmm. niggas be one. They expect you to go to hell with them. They do. I'm like, uh, nah, just because. Yeah, just because, you know, loyalty over everything is, is in every other rap song. So they. And it's them same niggas that it's them same NBA young boy little baby listening ass dudes. Maybe they be the same ones that get your ass thrown under the bus. Yeah. So now it's like they throw you under the bus and they step on the gas. They don't want to be loyal. They just want loyalty. Yeah. They themselves don't want to be loyal though. They don't give a fuck. Mm-mm. Even some some of the people that are that they're being loyal to aren't worth it. Yeah. It it, it, it makes no sense. It's so many. Yeah, I get just that. Like, they not they not here for you. They want you to be stuck at the bottom with them. So they can be like, yeah, we're here. We 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 just we we grinding. But it's like y- y'all could have been done with the grinding and like living mm-hmm. and prospering off of that shit if you just execute your idea. Yeah. So keep going. Stop. If people aren't with you, if they ain't with it, that's it. That's on them. That's it. Will Smith even once said he said no one will see your vision because they can't see what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. T. Grizzly once said, they call being broke real. They call having money fake. Mm. You know? Mm. I gave you some food. Why are you still looking at my plate? I mm. gave you a bit. Why are you still looking at my date? Mm. And then, just to add on that these niggas are fake, the game said this shit a long time ago, back when him and Snoop Dogg were playing like Madden 08 and shit. And it was just like, it was like so revolutionary because they're like, oh, a blood and a crip are playing games and Niggas out here killing each other over the same like moniker, like oh right. that's the blood, that's the crib, like oh and all that. And he was all like a lot. Of, this had nothing to do with the gang thing, but it was just like how fake these dudes are, how fake your friends can be and shit. He was like, I've seen people rolling with people, like an artist, <laughs> and I'm I'm doing a feature for that artist. I'm like in the studio, and then like three weeks later, I come back home to Cali, and I'm like working with maybe. So like, so just don't let loyalty be the thing that that becomes the reason why you declined. That it. Christian Mingo for letting me keep my username. Uh, come get some for these hoes out here. You know they're trying to get saved. <sighs> That's terrible. I'm trying to pave. <laughs> I'm trying to pave the way. They pussies. <laughs> that's what I'm paving. That, that's exactly. That's terrible. That's exactly what I'm paving. <clears throat> but yeah, no, I definitely um, get that. Yeah, that, that's 
that's pretty much it for my rant. Ted, you're coming in with some like dead silence. Say what? But oh, I can't hear you. That, can't hear me. A, hold on, guys. Yeah, that's pretty much it with my rant. Okay. Don't let loyalty stop you from achieving your saving grace, from being great. Also, I want to thank uh, everyone that's in the chat. I want to thank uh, Insta for the five biddies. Chrissy A. HQ with the comment. All right, you guys keep that up. Thank you. We appreciate that. Keep I want to thank Grim Gaming for being the well, number one gifted this... sub. Kill 32 times for being number two. And Lady Low, Queen of Queens. Oh, I haven't seen her in a while, being number three. That's very good. You know, top three. Also, as well as that, I want to give a quick shout out to Calcifer Laflame for being the number one bit donator. He's been mm. giving him donos for the biddies. Giving him donos for the hoes. Can you hear me? But yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Okay. I just wanted to shed some light on you guys, say that we appreciate that. I appreciate that. But, you know, back to the rant. Don't let loyalty stop you from achieving your saving grace. Exactly. Well, yeah, that's a little good rant. That's definitely a good rant for the kids to learn about. Mm-hmm. Uh my rant this week is a little, I guess, mm-hmm. on the lighter side. I guess there's a couple of couple of rants, but they all but they all kind of have to do with each other a little bit. Here we go. And it's all about touring and after COVID and just touring in general. Okay. All these music mm-hmm. artists. I'm gonna call out a couple of music artists in general today because we gotta we gotta figure something out. And it's, and it's on both ends of the spectrum. First of all, Mr. Giveon, let me tell you something, sir. You are a popular person, right? You're a very popular mm-hmm. artist. Mm-hmm. Why are you going to do, you know, eight shows at these funky-ass 100-seat fucking auditoriums? You're going to the 62nd Street School Middle School Auditorium, going to do a show there. It's going to sell out in 30 seconds, Giveon, because you're a popular person. I don't know if you know that. Okay. Then you charge this money. A hundred, you know, a hundred people can only come. So now it's expensive as hell. Then you resell them and they, then they go out in three minutes and give you I'm going to need you to get, add more shows or get a bigger stage, sir, because this is unacceptable. Just eight. I mean, just, he's just, I don't know how many his, how long his tour is, but for example, the, the show in LA is at the L Ray theater. The L Ray Theater is like a, I don't know how big it is, but it's not big enough, Givy. Okay? It's not that big. It's not, it's not big enough, Givy. Yeah. So figure it out. Okay, another one. My girl, my favorite artist of the year, Miss Billy fucking Eilish, okay? Oh, shit. We, you at the forum this year, baby girl. Great. That's great. First of all, then these resellers, they over here, they taking they taking money out my pockets. They taking food off my table. They trying to, they trying to get me to cash out. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to go to a Billy concert, but damn, you you gotta take your ass to the stadium. You on another level. Take your ass to Dodger Stadium. The forum is too small for you, Billy. I'm sorry. I can't. You gotta get more seats in there. We gotta pack more seats in this motherfucker because you it ain't it ain't it. It's not it. Uh, I mean, two hundred dollars <laughs> for the farthest seat in the back. Two hundred. And I don't want to see none of your. First of all, she took off Sabrina Claudio from the uh, from the the concert. She was going. Sabrina Claudio was going to open up for Billie Eilish, but now it's Willow Smith and I don't know somebody else. 
Oh shit! I don't know. I mean, I kind of want to. I guess I'll see. Look at Willow, but I don't. I don't know. Hear that much? No. I would rather see Sabrina Claudio. Yeah. But damn, these these tours is just not. They ain't. They rub me the wrong way. It's either y'all doing too little, mm-hmm. or or it's not big enough. So yeah, it's just either it's just not big enough. Especially Giveon and Billie Eilish. It's just not big enough mm-hmm. for the scale that they're at. Giveon is one of the the biggest R and B artists out right now, hottest one out right now, mm-hmm. and he's doing his shit at the damn Boys and Girls Club. <laughs> I'm tired of it. I mean, we don't know if he's a good performer though. I don't care. Well, it don't matter. Fucking, you know, you popular enough to fill this shit up. I don't know because he might not show up. You know, Zayn, Summer Walker, oh, great Zane. music. Horrible performers. Yeah, Summer is a diff- bad performer. Yeah, it's, so it, this could just be him testing the waters. Well, um, yeah. Or it could just be bad management. Honestly. Well, or like at least do eight shows just in that in L.A., you know, mm-hmm. I guess if you want to do it like that. But it's just not it's not it for me. He knows he's it's like Justin Bieber going to the Pantages. Theater. What? Why are you at the Pantages Theater, Justin? <laughs> Damn. Are you here to watch an up and comer too? Like I me get, or <laughs> I don't get it, man. I don't get it. Hey, it's shit. I mean I don't know why certain I mean, I guess, you know, they know like he knows that he can sell out the L Ray theater, so that's why he goes for something like that. And I wonder if yeah. they get like a certain bonus because you know they sell out the, the place, but ugh. it could be bad management. It could just be him like trying to get his foot in the touring game. Cause he ain't toured like he came up in COVID, yeah. Or we found out about him in COVID, and mm-hmm. uh, honestly, I think you need more shows. One thing I've noticed, yeah, I think so too. When it comes to touring dates, and I, I look at touring dates too, I look at all your dates, I look at where California is, and then I look at everything else. And one thing I've realized is wherever that person is from, mm-hmm. that's where they have the least amount of uh shows. The least amount of shows? The least amount of shows, yeah. So if he yeah. has eight in California or yeah. LA, you need to have like 24 everywhere else. Yeah. And I think it's because your 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 um your place of birth or your place of origin, they already gonna rock with you. Yeah. They already rock with Meg Thee Stallion before she was Meg Thee Stallion. Yeah, in Houston, yeah. Yeah. So it was just like now you gotta get your name out in the other places. Starting to, I'm starting to see notice things like that. Mm-hmm. Like baby probably did three shows in North Carolina, and then he went to like Houston. Then he went to New York and did like five. Then he went to L.A. and did in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And then he went to uh, Washington. Then he yeah. went to Spokane. Then he went to Atlanta and did a couple there. Yeah, you got to spread like your they, name. Yeah, and I think that's why they do that. So it's he need more dates. He need he more dates. Need he more need shows. more. Bigger, we need a bigger stage or just more dates, Giveon. And you know, and Billy I'm gonna be honest, he needs some people. I can't, I, I don't want to pay $110 or whatever just for you. You don't mm-hmm. have a big enough catalog, yeah. He doesn't, he needs I agree more. with you on that, that album, shit. Shit. yeah. Like that, that can be done in like 45 minutes, yeah. You need an opener. I need an opener, I need, I need a, a sub open, I need some people. If mm-hmm. like. You you know maybe you can bring Drake out, I don't know, but that's only gonna be for what two songs that you got with him. Uh, I need more people. I need yeah. you know give me some people. Do not put G Easy on. 
Do not. Give me logic. Let me get logic. But logic is bigger than you. Logic is bigger than you. So this now just became the Bobby Tarantino tour. Yeah. So don't put logic on it because he's going to take over the shit with no cost to his bank. So Mm -hmm. don't do that. You got to pick somebody that won't probably won't outshine you. Yeah. Sabrina Claudio. All right. Uh, uh, I was about to say, uh, what's the name? Uh, what's the name? I was about to say Allegra in Alavera. Snow Allegra. <laughs> you know what would be fire? If, Snow Frank o- if Frank Ocean did the tour and Giveon was the opening act. Then this just became the Channel Orange redo. Yeah, but I mean, it's a, it's a Frank Ocean tour, so it's going to be arenas, big arenas. But yeah. Giveon is the opening act. That's That would be great. Oh, that's what you're saying. I get yeah. you. I get you. That would be great. That, that could be it. I'll pay to see I'm that. with that. I'm, yeah, I'll pay to see that. For sure. So, yeah, on talk to me, Billy. Just go ahead and hire me and talk to me. Let's I don't go. know what the fuck going on with Billy's shit. That's, let's yeah, let's, get, well, let's go know. to dinner. I don't know. She's doing talk. at a theater, you said? No, no. She's in the forum, but it's first of all, it's just too small, and I don't really like the openers that much. So. And Who's the, the openers now? Willow Smith, or, or like, it's either or. You either get Willow Smith or you get Duckworth. Or you get somebody else I've never heard of. So I like Duckworth. He ain't got a lot of. I, don't I think he has one that. song I like. I don't know the song, the name of it though. He he cool like it's mellow vibe. It's Billie Eilish. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we gotta come. You need to get Lonnie. She Lonnie will be a perfect opener for her. I think do a like do a leap about to go on tour. She got Meg opening for her. The stallion. Yeah. Damn. Hold on. Exactly. How did that happen? Because first of all, Meg is that big that that has to be the only person she opened for, or like, yeah. or you know, a Billie Eilish or a Justin Bieber or something like that. Yeah, it has to be one of the biggest artists in the country. That's the only reason why I'm opening for you because I'm mm-hmm. Meg The Stallion. I'm the hottest rapper out. Yeah. So, and they, y'all gonna pay me a lot too. Do a thank best you rapper with a pussy out here. What y'all talking about? Thank you, Dua. That's true. I would. I need to see Lonnie. Let me. Let me get some Lonnie with Billie Eilish and Thundercat with Giveon. Mm-hmm. I fuck with Thundercat. What about People, Do- what, who's Doja gonna have open for her? <laughs> she don't need an opener. <laughs> she wanted a few people in this genre that don't need nobody. That's true. She can start with Nintendo, her her YouTube hits. Mm-hmm. Then she can go to Purr, mm-hmm. and like you know, that's when people pop in a um some Molly still if they got any left, or mm-hmm. Quaalude and they really want to trip out or smoke some weed. And they just listen to to Purr. That whole album is just just it's just a vibe. All mm-hmm. I see is colors. That's mm. all I see is colors and Tibetan sound bowls. That's what I see <laughs> with that album. And then you go to your to your uh, Amala, and then you hit them mm-hmm. with your new shit with your pink hot pink. Mm-hmm. And then oh I forgot you got fucking Planet yeah. Her. Yeah, you don't need an opener. I mean yeah. you need a water break. That's what you're gonna need. <laughs> She will definitely need a water break. All this singing. All this singing, like, yeah. But if I had to be honest, for Doja. I mean, you can have Flo Millie out there or something like that. Ooh, that'd be fire. <laughs> all, all woman group. Yeah, all woman Flo Millie opener. Flo Millie, Doja Cat. Let me get, uh, probably get some city girls in there somewhere. Yeah, I just want to see a bunch of bad bitches just do a tour. Yeah, and put Jasmine Sullivan in there. Mm. Meg and Dua come through. 
And then they ended with uh, Billie Eilish, everything I wanted. Oh, it was a big <laughs> plot twist. It was Billie's tour the whole time. <laughs> Billie's tour the whole time. She's doing two tours at the same time. <laughs> she got two. She do got two albums to tour, so. <laughs> But it was it, it was managed by Ariana Grande. Oh, bigger twist. Grande gets the Grande's bag. Ariana, please drop one more album before you get pregnant, okay? Thank you. <laughs> All right. <It's> too late. <laughs> please, Ariana. And get off the voice. <laughs> we got to stop filming. We got to pause this. <laughs> but She's on the voice? She's on know. the voice. Yeah, she's on the voice. She They must have came with a bag and a half because there's no way. I got other... She got other stuff to do. She got... She got other stuff to do. She had an yeah. album to make, another one to make. So, but yeah, that's my rent for this week, and I guess okay. that'll that'll do it for our episode. Thank y'all for yeah. tuning in. Thank y'all for being here. Thank yep. y'all for rocking with us. You know, yep. keep following us, keep tapping in, keep being you, and uh, yeah, stay stay humble, stay foolish, stay yourself, and stay. Stay out the trash can, kids. Stay safe, stay up, and stay blessed. Stay out the trash can. Mm-hmm. Uh in the word like in the words of Omar, if you you know, if you come for the king, you best not miss. Or if you shoot no, yeah, if you come for the king, best not miss. And niggas mm-hmm. was niggas was shooting. Niggas was shooting in that episode. <laughs> yeah, this first episode? No, that was like the sixth or seventh. Omar got shit with um Barksdale. Oh, uh, it's homeboy too from uh, uh, Peyton Fool, mm-hmm. the one you like. He's the bi- he's a big bat. He's the main dude in the wire that everybody that the police trying to catch. Who um um what was his name? Al, I think it was Al. I forgot what it was, but yeah, he was a main character in Peyton yeah, Fool. Yeah, the one that oh, wanted yeah, to see watching. everybody eat. Yeah, yeah, I'm watching it. He's That's Avon it. I'm Barksdale. Everybody oh yeah, to I get- got. Get on Avon Barksdale. It's crazy. It's the the show is really good. I love that show. How many seasons is this? Six? It's like only like four or five. It's pretty small. This the episodes can be long though. Mm. Like goddamn, I thought I was watching a movie. It was fit like fifty eight minutes of all episode too. You know, <laughs> but it's good. It's definitely worth it. I'm loving yeah, it. I'm gonna, check, I'm gonna check that out after Ted Lasso. After Ted Lasso, so this shit is it's busting. Uh, it's busting, busting. But all right, y'all. Thank y'all for being here. Thank y'all for being you. Keep tapping in. Keep following us. Look for us mm-hmm. on TikTok, TikTok, and Snapbook and Face Chat. All right, y'all. Peace out. <laughs>